0: hello everybody and welcome back to the off meta report i'm your host formula 408 and joining us tonight as always is jeff and a returning guest on the show is nerf lulu came back to tell us about um, our loaded dice decks and give us some more information on uh, what's going on in the meta how's it going tonight guys
1: doing all right doing all right going good a good week of the game
0: good deal good deal i guess um i guess we can probably jump right into it tonight there's um a lot going on with the meta a lot of things changing in it and a lot of good decks going um before we get into good decks let's talk about some terrible decks which my loaded dice deck was (laughs) It was pretty rough. Mm -hmm. I played um, some Misfortune and Crackshot with um, Ionia and a lot of Elusives. Um, I spent... I played about 10 games. I think in three of them, I got three... Or two of them, I got three nabs in one turn. And one of them, I got four nabs. And um, other than that, it was just a bad deck. And I... uh, the win rate was pretty atrocious too. What about you guys? You uh, fare any better with that?
2: Uh, I tried a uh, um, m- mono bilge water just because I wanted to get uh, more warning shots off the Yordle Grifter, and it was just awful. Like I ran a lot of different ways to hit the Nexus. Like I even ran two X Citrus Courier to try and rally it the more, and I had three Riptide Rexes and I just could not pull off a successful turn a single time. It was just one game where I had four warning shots in hand, and I top-decked the loaded dice, and I got my four cards and then surrendered. (laughs) That was about it.
3: So, uh, this is, and
1: this is no, um, I used a Bilgewater Targon, um, and this is not a huge secret to a lot of people, because uh, uh Sussy Mailman had a really good video with uh, with this type of deck. I didn't copy his uh card for card, but if you play out of the way and then you play loaded dice, loaded dice applies for your entire game. so wow. that's how I was getting that's how I was getting uh nabs almost every almost every turn. Uh, after that, and then, I think I think I messaged you formula, and I said I got about eight once. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's I can't remember if that's the number I gave you, but I think I think yeah. that was it. But I, I, it's very close to mono bilge, except for out of the way, a couple sparkle flies. Yeah, I guess it's easier um,
0: to get a lot when you don't have to waste the four mana for the card itself.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was. That was pretty huge. Um, I actually threw a bunch of Powder Monkeys in. Uh, I have Misfortune and Twisted Fate. Um, two Rexes, but I didn't really get a chance to get those to go off. And uh, lots, of, lots of NAB. Um, what, was, what was fun was I, I, I didn't have the guts to play it on ladder, but uh, I played it in normals a few times, and I got uh, some people watching me a few times which was really fun, and I, I, I'm undefeated with it. It was, I think I played around four or five games with it, and I don't think I lost, which was really impressive. But that's saying, you know, I can't remember exactly what I was matching up against, but I don't think they were up-tier decks. So um, it was really fun, but probably not a very competitive deck. I didn't, I didn't deck anybody, which I thought could be a possibility. But, um, yeah, and there was like maybe one uh one game where I just had to aggro them down with elusives, but most of the other ones were just um lots of uh lots of powder monkeys and uh very strong attacks um, but yeah it was a, it was a fun one. I'll share that deck list yeah i'll uh I'll drop it in the description
0: if anybody wants to play it um yeah, any deck where you're playing loaded eyes and you win, whether it's normals or uh, ranked, you did something well. <laughs> That's it's a, a good win. Mark. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You you can put that one under your belt. <laughs> My opponents were undefeated against the deck. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Were Were you playing in uh normals or uh or in ranked?
2: I, oh, I was playing it in normals. I, okay. I was like. I'm in platinum one right now. I will just be donating LP just yeah, straight yeah, up that's if, I, I, if I even try.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Well, now that we've got um got some bad decks out of the way, why don't we look at some that are less terrible? Some of them not by much though, looking at these win rates. Um what decks uh Jeff do you want to talk about? What what do you think right now is um the strongest deck that uh that you can be playing if you're just trying to farm that LP?
1: Hmm, that's a a hard question. Uh I I think man, I think uh TF Fizz is still super strong and just Fiora Shen are it'll just eat up all these a lot of these to- token deck de- eh, token decks that are running around to uh, a lot of Azir decks that just fold to Fiora. Um those are those are probably the first two that that come to my mind
0: yeah i agree what about um what about you uh nerf lulu you uh you yeah. have any opinion on it
2: what i think, think i definitely have to agree with those two they've just been top tier for the last what it's been like two months now yes yeah, been... roughly and yeah. we had a we used to, we had a felios tf in there too but uh after the Ophelios nerf it's still a strong deck but it's just really fallen out of popularity uh but trundle asandra has also been showing up pretty effectively although its overall win rate as an archetype is kind of being kept down by the fact that there's i think three different versions of the deck running around and they are not equal in terms of win rate so when you're averaging the three of them out it's bringing it down but i think the uh the matron watcher combo right now has proven to be an extremely competitive version of the list
0: why don't we talk a little bit about tf he's one of the cards that i'm looking at to you get nerfed fairly soon.
2: Uh, yeah, it definitely seems reasonable. He's been in a Tier 1 deck pretty much it's, uh, before Targon came out, and it's, he's just been consistently there. He's been untouched. I don't, I don't think anything in his actual draw package has even been nerfed, right?
0: No, not nothing.
2: Like, the draw cards in other regions that he was played with were nerfed, but I don't think he or any of the Bilgewater draw cards have been touched, really.
0: Yeah, I haven't. Seen, and so, yeah, he's still, and he hasn't been touched either. And he's been out for, for a while now. He came out in, it was season one, wasn't it? Wasn't he released yep, one Yeah. So yep, he's been out tides. for a while. Yeah. Um, Jeff, what do you think about TF? Have you been seeing him on ladder much, or is it um relatively a small amount representation for you?
1: Uh, pretty small on on my uh, experience, but that's just because of probably my pocket meta, and people are still trying a lot of new stuff, so I think that's the biggest reasons why I don't see him very often. Uh, I don't deny, though, he is the, or one of the most uh, strong and flexible uh, champions in the game, uh, has been probably since Bilgewater release, so I, I definitely agree that he's very strong. I don't necessarily want him nerfed or even like i don't i don't want him nerfed to the ground that's for sure and uh i was talking to one of my one of my friends about him and uh we were trying to figure out ways and and i think the only way that i really figured out was maybe just bump his level up requirements up a little bit as you know removing health removing stats um even keywords even though he doesn't attack very often i i don't want him to lose quick attack uh for flavor reasons um reworking his ability i i don't like to see that either so i think there's some adjustment that they, they can do before just tearing him down and building back up uh but that's just my take what anybody have a uh, other thoughts on that
2: what would uh, you guys I... do I completely agree with what you're saying there. It's, I personally feel like Twisted Fate is just one of the best design champions overall. And I think level one Twisted Fate is perfect as he is. And specifically, like back before he really started getting truly impressive, you were playing level one Twisted Fate and that was the full extent of it in like 90% of games. He, he, <laughs> right. him, yep. he almost never leveled up and he did not feel impressive. The issue is now it's that he's leveling up too consistently. And so I agree. I think doing something for his level up requirement is probably the best way to go. Cause I don't want the there's no way to change the cards without also nerfing level one twisted fate, which I don't want. And also the flavor for them is perfect with how he plays in league. Like I used to play him a lot in league. Really well done. And stats he stats is just gonna make him too he, he's already weakly statted Any changes to his stats are going to make him just even more weak and it'll be a bigger hit. Is like reducing one health. That's 50% of his health gone. That, that's, that's a really big hit. So I think even changing his level up requirement to drawing nine cards would actually be a massive shift because the amount of games where TF is, hits exactly eight cards for the nut they need is that so often when it's at exactly eight. It's very rare that they're even going over that. But I think a minor adjustment on that level up requirement could do a lot.
0: Now, do you think um, a direct nerf to TF would be better than nerfing some of the cards around him that helps him out? Like, um, what is it? Pick a card where um, you shuffle, shuffle, or shuffle one into your deck to draw three next turn, or something like that. Or um, do you think that that wouldn't have as much impact on as, one of them as just um, just nerfing him directly?
1: I th- I think uh I think that's definitely an option and and I also considered that just just removing some of the the cards that he leans on to get his draws. Uh however, I I honestly don't know which ones I would specifically target. Um just and, and maybe there are some I just can't think of any at this moment. Um I don't think there's any particular one that would just balance him completely so i think that's an option it's something i haven't really been able to to figure out myself
0: the other card think... in that um in that deck that i think is a problem also hurt the pf yeah, is if it got nerfed is a uh, oh herbal fish i think that card is very strong especially with him you can play i mean you're gonna with um the piltover and Zon the create a card one one stronger uh, at uh playing that with a burble fish i mean you're getting a 4-2 elusive for two mana
2: yeah i've always been surprised that people called the TF-Fizz, because Fizz is honestly just a cheap elusive you're playing and not in any way a win-con, because the real win-con is (laughs) Twisted Fate and Burblefish. Those are the cards that are winning you the game. Fizz is just there.
0: Yep, that's right. And TF isn't very strong right now in many other decks. I mean, he's still a strong card, but if you look, you know, he's not being played in anything. And even before, I mean, he had... I can't well, like, think of what decks he, he was even in before this. I know he was played with something, but I can't remember what it was.
2: Well, uh, had, yeah, TF Aphelios. Yeah, TF Aphelios and uh, Twisted Fate Go Hard as well. Yeah, go the Go Hard um,
0: and like we were saying earlier, Aphelios have been nerfed. Go Hard's also been nerfed. So this is kind of the last um, last resort for them. So I think even even if they just nerfed Burblefish, it would make the deck a lot weaker. And you could almost leave TF alone.
2: I think in terms of Burblefish, the, what I believe would probably be the best way to nerf it that I've seen online is just giving it a minimum mana cost so you can't just be dropping it for zero. Is the amount of games where I'm against a Twisted Fate on zero mana and I'm like, I am safe. And then they drop triple Burblefish. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I'm taking nine damage instantly that I just, was not prepared for is just insane and i think like even if it was just one mana that would really for the minimum cost it would make it a lot harder for them to really kind of pull these bs combos out of nowhere that is just how the deck seems to win almost every time
0: right yep i've lost more games to burble fish than i have the tf level up for sure the other um the other deck we were talking about that's still really strong is uh fewer shin and this deck has been strong for a long time it was strong before the new um data yeah yeah it's been strong forever it seems like Did y'all see any um nerfs coming to any of the cards within it or and also how has it changed since the um since the um shreema uh set has came out have you seen any changes in the list that have really really helped it more
2: I think Fiora Shen's kind of always been a meta staple just because the deck has has always just had extremely balanced matchups. It's, most of its matchups are just kind of 50 to 55%, and that's where it is on most decks. And as a result, it's never bad, but it's never really S tier unless we're in a specific meta pocket where it's kind of eating on something specific. And what it is right now is specifically a lot of these uh, Shirima decks that are running around and some of the other agro decks it does really well into and if you're looking at like the meta snapshot it's we have uh Lasandra control and we have TF Fizz, and then everything else other than Fiora Shen is kind of an agro deck and yeah. that, it just kind of farms those a little too well and that's why it's tier 1 right now just because there's so many kind of not necessarily agro but very low-ended decks that it does well into but for the cards, there is the one new four-mana spell that they added.
1: Uh, um, Yeah, Golden Aegis. Yeah, Golden Aegis.
2: That uh, I, I think has been making waves in the deck. Like It's been really impressive how Shen is doing a lot more things now than it wasn't before. Rally used to be like a one of Tekken, it, but it was never really good. But Golden Aegis is actually feeling incredible.
0: Yeah, especially when you're playing Shin the the barrier gets even more value
1: and gets you a uh a free attack with fiora with very little um counterplay especially if you've already taken an attack or your opponent's taken an attack and used up all their mana it's kind of just a a like like the rally is but only you get that barrier which is pretty huge for just one extra mana flow spell which is just like uh Pursuit. So, um,
3: yeah, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good card.
0: One thing I see, looking at this um, meta report, that's kind of crazy, is there's one region that is missing from any of these decks, and it's the region mm-hmm. that was arguably the strongest before Shreema came out, and that's Targon um what do you guys think about that that it went from being in everything to now almost not even being played did it really get that much weaker or is it just that decks haven't adjusted or that there's just better options for what that region provided
1: Uh, i think people are trying new things and and that's what they want to do um i think Pretty easily, you can just play a Felio Zoe and and do pretty well. Um, but uh, those are pretty grindy and slow games, so uh, I think that's that's a big part of it. Um, and, and maybe it isn't as good. I haven't played a uh, Felio uh, Zoe Argon uh, since the expansion, but um, so I don't know exactly what what it does well into and what it doesn't do well into um but i think that's probably it, it's just a value deck uh you get so much from a lot of invokes uh zoe seems to flip pretty uh pretty quickly pretty easily as long as she isn't dealt with um, so i mean that if we were to see a, a, Tar, a targon deck it would probably be that one although i did have it run into dragons uh demacia targon couple times uh the other day. I think it was yesterday. Just um more times than I've seen in probably months. You know. Just on a, a single day. Which was kind of surprising. So so maybe that deck actually has some legs. I, it's not on this meta report, but I, I could I could probably see it popping up, especially if it's doing really well against uh you know, I, I can kind of see it as a uh Yora Shen, but with just big big dragons that just get bigger um i think those those two decks probably have uh have you know b tier a tier somewhere in there probably personally
2: yeah i think a lot of what happened was it just fell out of favor and a big part of that was any tier one decks that they had uh kind of don't do that well into tf is and fiora shen so just that alone kind of makes them drop all out of tier one and then with that they didn't really get anything new with Shirima either so i think a combination of the two hasn't made them necessarily weaker as a region but has just kept them from being popular they just don't have a tier one deck to keep them popular like uh because there's a few other regions we only see on here once. Like, Ionia is only on here for Fiorshen, D&Z and Bilgewater are only on here for TF Fizz. So those regions are being single-handedly carried by one Tier 1 deck. And then everything else is we're seeing a lot of Demacia, a lot of Freljord, a lot of Noxus, and a lot of Shurima. And it's because those are the regions that got new cards, right? Like, they have a lot of new stuff that people are wanting to try out, and that's what's making them popular.
0: One thing I think that this um that this expansion really brought back that's been nice to see is the return to aggro. And we've been seeing we've been seeing a lot more aggro decks, right? We've had everything from um the Lucian Azir to um emo, uh Draven, uh, the Jinx discard. Um even LeBlanc is um you know seeing her with some aggro and um I still see the m f game plank deck around some so it's nice to um you know a lot stronger representation of the aggro decks around than than we had before the expansion when you know there were one or two, but it didn't feel like they were balanced it seems like there's a good balance of the um aggro mid range and uh control decks running around right now.
2: I think a very diverse aggro meta is a sign of an overall healthy meta. Just because aggro, because of just how uh, bottom end it's always going to be, it's just going to have a 51% win rate for all of time. Is It's just, you're going to have that 1% of games where your opponent has the worst draw and you have your ideal draw and you instant win. It's, it's always going to keep the deck at at least, aggro decks at at least playable. And aggro gets really unhealthy when there's just one aggro deck that's that much better than the rest, and it single-handedly dominates. And it becomes too powerful because the entire meta revolves around it, and other aggro decks can't compete and can't punish different strategies to kind of keep things in a good balance. And I think the only time we've ever really seen that was just the uh, Rising Tides discard, or just straight burn aggro. That was the one time I think we've yeah. actually seen one aggro deck truly dominate, and it was no other aggro decks could exist. Because if one aggro deck is better than the others, it will just be faster than them.
0: Yeah, that deck was very fast. It uh, it took some pretty hard nerfs to get that and in, into obscurity. Talked about some things that are that are um getting a little too strong, or things that have been strong in the past. But one of the things that's happened and that you see in games like this is that you will have strong decks or strong regions and they gradually get nerfed and you don't really see a compensation for that. Um, specifically, I'm talking about things like Ionia with will of Ionia. Uh, I know you guys both remember how strong and oppressive that card was at four mana. And then it got nerfed to the five and now it's almost unplayable. Um, I think it's the same thing. If you look at uh pale cascade and Targon, Going from the 2-1 to the 1-1, one one. I mean, it's still a decent card, but it's nowhere near the power level it was. And with um, Targon dropping off, you know, it, it looks like some of these cards need need buffs. So um, what, what do you think needs to be buffed to get some of these other regions, Targon, Ionia, um, even Bilgewater, um, or even some other cards from other regions that just don't see much play to get them into a state where we can see them? Uh, being played more
2: I think ionia's biggest problem has always been it just kind of lacks a unique identity for itself it has it's spread very thin it has a lot of cards that are super niche in one archetype uh if that one archetype isn't strong enough then the entire deck isn't playable and for a while you know like elusives were good there was in a time where ephemeral the ionia ephemerals had, were viable back with hecarim because you would run zed hecarim and uh i was i was you know a top tier deck but it's too many of its general tools that made the region good like will of ionia and deny just got collectively nerfed and it nerfed every single ionia deck because they were cards that had to be run in every single ionia deck yes yeah. they they were carrying the region on their own and other things in ionia didn't really get buffed to compensate for that so the region just died
0: yeah i think um i think the other problem with the region other than everything you said is the amount that it depends on itself with the as, far as like as if you look at like a lulu and shin and all the support cards i mean it has its very own like ecosystem within it, where you know they're almost telling you, we want you to play these cards to support one another to play this sort of play style. Especially after the nerfs that we saw to the elusives that were um, hit really hard. I remember what was it, a shadow assassin that was yep. a two-one elusive, and now it's shadow wanted, unplayable. Voluntary monk, Volitary monk. Yep. You know, I mean, that was that was the identity of that region then, and then I think they tried to change it and add, um, you know, give it sort of a new identity when they added Lulu and um, all of her supporting cards. But they're nowhere near the same power level as the elusive things were. And um, even when you get up to the Five, six, seven mana cards. I mean, there's not much of like a um, a finishing card within all you know, unless I'm, I'm missing something in my head. You know, there's nothing that um there's no Ladros, there's no no card like that that's gonna win you the game at the end.
1: Best thing that they have is the uh, the four two elusive at seven. Um, that depends on a, a wide board uh, that buffs everything. Uh, plus two plus two, or uh the Elysian elusive uh, card, which um you know it it's 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 elusive, but it's also just not the best stats that you you need for a finisher it, it can go pretty far but i don't think it's going to uh, fully finish it finish everything off uh one one issue i think is also just recall is doesn't really work um yet there's there's just no real payoff for recalling a unit um other than playing it again which is i haven't seen the uh, the results that you would need for, for that to pay off.
0: especially when um especially when the uh landmark that they play that were you um Receive the recall every turn. Sanctuary, I believe is what it Monastery, is. Monastery. Monastery. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's a um a focus card if I remember correctly. So you can't even play it during combat. I mean that yeah, yeah that's that's really tough. But I think I think that, that reason really weak. Um we also talked about Bilgewater. Bilgewater right now, you you have um you have good cards within Bilgewater. I mean you have Mis you have Gangplank. you have cards that uh you would think would be viable, but we're not seeing any play with that other than um purple Fish, basically, and um you know Fizz and then uh you also have the two uh four mana two two elusive um i forget the name uh zap uh that's fan. yeah so you have you have those cards but outside of that I, I think you have some some other strong cards and it's a decent region but we're just not um not seeing any representation of it do you think that's just because of what the meta is right now or do you think there's some cards in there that we could we could see um see buff that would really help it out and if so like what um what can we do to do it
2: well, i think for Buildwater water specifically a lot of their cards are pretty good on their own and it's just I think Twisted Fate is just proven to be too strong to the point where if you're running Build Water, you should just be running Twisted Fate. It doesn't matter what Build Water deck; Twisted Fate will just be better than most other things you could be doing. And the only deck that I can think of that's truly an exception to that is just Deep. And Deep has always been in a weird position. Yeah, that was actually the deck it. I wanted
0: to ask you about next. Was Deep while we're while you're, we're talking about it? Um, I haven't seen Deep in a while. It's it's like you're saying this is strange um strange deck for for any meta and seems to be sort of its own um play style and own class and own its its own meta, really. I think for Deep,
2: the problem is it ha- its matchups are too polarizing, kind of across the board. It's the opposite of Fiora Shen, which is pretty balanced matchups. It, so as a result, I think it always exists kind of as a tier 3 deck. Like, I just don't see it on ladder, but I do like playing Deep, and I will do decently with it. It's not a bad deck, but I think there needs to be a fundamental rework to the archetype to kind of make it more balanced, to ha- give it more options to do different things.
0: Yeah, I think um I think one of the issues with it is if you're playing deep, then all of your cards have to discard, or, or you're just not going to get going to get deep. Like if you're not really trying to just run through your deck as quickly as possible, then you're you're just you're not going to hit it. And a lot of times, you know, if you don't hit the right cards, and you're not getting deep until round seven, round eight, and the game's over for you by then if you're playing that deck. Jeff, do you um, when was the last time you saw saw deep?
1: Um, I, I've seen it. I've seen it played a little bit. Um, right after the expansion, and they were they were mainly just trying the uh. The new card, which I think actually is pretty good at helping deep out, I think, because um, it's just whenever something dies, so so maybe there's like more of a sleigh uh archetype there, but I, I don't know if it relies on the sea monsters. I think it might be more
3: oh, lost'll nope. be better, yeah nope. oh man. you we are welcome back buddy <clears throat> sorry about that all right um let me know when yeah, you can go whenever um so so let me grab the card really that'll help my thoughts
0: What champion do you think you guys have seen the least of? I think for me it's probably Lux. I don't think I've seen one Lux deck (laughs) since the
2: Are you forgetting getting Lux. I've been playing a lot of Lux actually. Oh really? Uh, Yeah, there's a, I think last season I actually, the deck I used to climb Masters to actually qualify for Seasonal, and the deck I played in the Seasonal that I got banned on me every time was uh, Lux Aphelios. And that deck actually (laughs) feels really powerful because those two champions feed into each other so well, and even right, right now in the meta, Lux a lot of people like to talk about the backline meta, and Lux is a great counter to that because your zero mana deal four damage is so good
3: at dealing with these backline champions. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think, true?
0: Like I think one of the reasons we're seeing a lot of Shirima is because of the seven mana card that they have. What's it called? Uh, Reduce your damage by two and then deal two at the end of the round. That burst that the. Spiritfire. What is it? Spirit something? Spiritfire. Spirit. Spiritfire. I think it's yeah. Narcissus Spirit Fire is what it is. Yeah, yeah. That card. That card's ridiculous. I mean, it's so great against the the TF uh Fizz deck. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Alright, Jeff, whatever you're ready. Okay. I'm ready. Um,
1: <clears throat> um They're probably mostly playing it because of the new sea monster, which is called Sea Scarab, where uh when another ally dies or um last breath, when it dies itself, it just tosses another uh another card. Um I saw that deck a few times, uh just playing Sea Scarab. Um might be more of a uh sleigh deck or, or just like a you know self uh Aristocrat's deck, um, where it just starts tossing as much as it can, just by killing its own units or something. Um, but I, I don't think that's been fully explored. Um, so to, that's potentially a a support to at least the Sea Monster archetype or the the, uh, the Toss archetype. Um, I'd say that's probably a, p- a potential potentially uh, worthwhile. What do you guys have, have? you guys played with Sea Scarab, or, or what do you think that's even what Deep wants?
2: So I love Sea Scarab. I think this was a Really well designed card for the deep archetype. It fills out a lot of kind of it, some missing pieces in what deep, right, what I think deep should be doing. And it's a low cost card that tosses, but it also gives you the deep payoff. And it is a, it's a toss engine. It's not just I play this and I toss, like pretty much every other toss card. It is something that is motivating you to play deep in different ways and is giving you payoff for that. But there are two things about it, which is one, it's not a Bilgewater card, it's a Shadow Isles card. So the only way to play it is you're locked into Shadow Isles deep, which is in my, Shadow Isles deep has always been the most boring form of deep to me. Like I, when we came out with Targon deep and ENZ deep, I was so happy with those that made the. A lot more fun to me. But another thing is the fact that the card is a sea monster. And I get that, you know, thematically something shouldn't be deep if it's not a sea monster, but that actually ended up being just a straight nerf to um, the landmark, a slaughter docks Oh, yeah. Because it went from no matter what, you were at least pulling a 7 7 or 6 6 elusive was the bottom end. So you always got good payoff for that. But now getting the uh, 4 5 after you've actually gone deep is just so much worse.
0: And you can also say the same thing about the um, Jaw Hunter. The...
3: Yeah. Yeah. Also a nerf to Jaw Hunter. Very sad.
2: I just I wish it wasn't a sea monster. I wish it was a I wish <laughs> I wanted to have the deep tag, but I also don't want it to be a sea monster. It's yeah, I think kind um, of an awkward. Position.
0: I think Dimazy had that same problem with the um the two mana card that was an elite um lookout or something. I can't remember the name. But it, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, they ended up buffing the deck by taking the elite tag off of that. <laughs> so maybe maybe they'll do something like that with the uh, air, and take the sea monster tag off of it, which would be another buff to deep. Maybe get it to somewhere where it's um more playable.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, it's funny you do mention that card because uh, that it also just means that you can get that card from uh, the challenger uh, the 5-4 challenger when it dies with the last breath
2: oh, and we don't really see that one anymore ever since they dropped screeching dragon it just kind of wasn't as good
1: Yeah, true. swift wing lancer uh, but yeah screeching, screeching dragon yeah. pretty much took its place I definitely agree with that one
0: All right, one of the other things that's going on with um I'm not actually playing in it is our uh, discord league that we're yeah just started up where you play the bring three decks and play a last deck standing format Um, you guys given any thought to what you're going to be playing and uh, what decks you're going to be bringing
1: lungs you and I
2: Uh, yeah so I'm in the middle of setting up my first match for sometime this weekend and uh I think I'm probably gonna be rigging my Aphelios select deck because I still just feel like it's a really powerful deck, and especially the fact that it's just completely unknown helps that because no one knows how to play against it. Like honestly, you guys knowing that it's an Aphelios Lux deck, can you even guess any of the cards in it <laughs> other than Veil
1: I... Temple? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not for um, those not for those two pairs.
2: And then I'm looking forward to uh also my Gnosis uh, K- Thresh has been proving uh, to be really strong and then lastly as always my uh, Karma Lee as real.
0: I was about to say there's got to be a Elise um, a End deck in there somewhere yeah what, uh, <laughs> what about you Jeff? What, what do you think? have you uh, given any thought to what you're going to be playing?
1: I, I'm still kind of working things out um, from the last patch I'm I'm still pretty comfortable with the uh, Twist of Fate and um, which, uh, you know, after the nerf, I still have to figure out how comfortable I actually am with it. Um, if it's uh, something I need to swap out or, or what. Um, I've also just started playing the Ash uh, LeBlanc deck. Just a little bit, just trying to get a feel for that one. Um, I'm liking it. It's a great mid-range list um and it's it's a, it's a good uh switch from uh sejuani ash ash sejuani um but uh i i'm still i still get a couple of uh bad matchups with that i think i need a little bit more practice with it probably um and then my third list is uh essentially it's a fearsome list with uh the some some Shireen, thrown in there um, it runs a one of uh raz blood main and uh, spirit fire which actually is a uh, generally pretty good um, I think there's still some tweaking on this this is something that I've kind of borrowed from the idea from somebody else and then uh, made my own uh, built built my own deck around the idea uh, but but it's it's essentially just a Lista uh, Elise somes list. Um Spirit Fire is a is a pretty good card for, for that sort of list where you just wanna reduce the attack uh of pretty much every all all of the def- defenders. Um so um it's good. I it's I'm still toying around with it and I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I actually want two spirit fire or two Raz Blood Main. Um and I, I think I'm leaning towards uh Spirit Fire uh but uh they they both have their uh their their benefits for for sure um so those are my lists i've i've maybe thought about doing a little bit uh like throwing a, a zero lucian in there uh, but i'm just not as comfortable with that list as i am with the other ones so i still need to get some practice in but uh what if you were playing formula, what three decks would you bring? And uh, which one of those would be Fiora?
0: <laughs> I I actually um I don't think I would bring Fiora right now. I haven't I haven't um I haven't played her much. Uh I know I know there's a couple good decks with her right now, but I just haven't haven't played much. I would definitely bring um my Quinn Silver deck that I like to play. the um, Silver with Scout basically. And um, a few other cards. It's a lot of fun. Um, other than that, I'm not real sure. I would probably bring some, um, troll deck. Maybe, maybe the Latandra deck. Maybe more of um, the um, the fill the rush sort of deck. I've seen, I've seen it still running around a little bit. Um, uh, I love playing that. Um, and probably something uh, more aggro also, you know, have some, one of, um, one mid range, one control aggro, which isn't the best strategy for that, but it's not terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure what aggro deck I would play probably one of the Lucian decks, but, um, yeah, that's probably about it.
3: Nice.
2: actually uh tell me more about your uh quinn siver deck is that that's one i know you mentioned it to me earlier but it's something i really never heard of and i'm actually pretty interested on what the full like kind of game plan for that deck is and what kind of cards you're running
0: yeah so i've run um it's a little different from the scout package uh the only scout cars i actually run are talking about watcher um we've seen a lot of people calling for that card to to be nerfed um I look at it sort of like the Fiora Wincon or the Azir, um, you know, double ascend Wincon. I'm not sure exactly how I feel about it. It does seem a little too easy to get it out, but what um, what do you guys think about it?
3: I personally I, haven't
1: uh, been a play, played against it, or uh, so I, I actually have no idea. I haven't, haven't seen that deck. It's so weird. I haven't played it, I haven't played against it.
2: I think the opinions on whether or not it's an issue has a lot to do with which version of the deck you've been playing against. Because at least in all of them, there's only... it. uh, In the uh, Frozen Thrall version of the deck and in the uh, Righteous Roar, the seven mana...
0: Yeah, Revitalizing Roar.
2: Uh, Revitalizing Roar, that's it. And the Revitalizing War version... There's only they only play one copy of the Watcher because Lissandra only gives you one. And even then, it's pretty slow for them to actually get it out because they need to do another slow action into actually getting the Watcher out. But the Matrim Watcher, since they just need the Watcher in hand and then you play the Matrim, And one, that gets it on board immediately and it's a massive threat. But two, that immediately gets you to four, four triggers you need to play the second Watcher for zero mana. So even if the, you can deal with the first one, you can't deal with the second one almost any of the time. And that's when it starts to feel kind of impossible to deal with.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I don't think the the deck itself is overpowered. I think it's really just one of those feel super bad cards when you lose to it. Um, Kind of like we were talking about concurrent timelines, which seems to have fallen off a lot since last week. I haven't seen it very much at all. And... Um, you know, like Treasures was when it first came out for uh the deep decks, people thought it was gonna be crazy and it fell off into nothing. You know, we've had a lot of cards like that and I wonder if Watcher is gonna go down that same path once people um figure out something. And also I wonder um what you would think the the win rate of that would be, especially in the deck where you know you have a lot of these mid range decks, you know, that that deck doesn't do the best in
2: uh, you know, there is one deck hmm. archetype. I do actually want to make a full hand buff deck. Uh, Freljord Ionia.
3: Oh. Running uh, yeah, all
2: the, all of the uh hand buff and deck buff cards, specifically because Green Glade Elder got uh buffed, and then you're running Monastery of Hirana to double up on these.
0: Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. It's
2: pro- It's probably terrifying.
0: Uh... I played, um, uh, Shreema Shadow Isles just for, um, playing the Xenophile into, um, oh, the four mana revive a unit, um, kill it and revive it, what's it called, um.
2: Oh, the Kindred spell?
0: No, 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 the, Um, the unit, the, the kills your unit and then revives it, um,
3: i know what
1: you mean yep hold on i've got it actually
3: yeah i can't play this
0: chronicler of ruin yeah chronicler of ruin that's it
2: oh oh yeah sorry yeah. i was thinking new yeah. Shirima cards i completely forgot old cards exist
0: yeah 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 the um <laughs> yeah the xenotype and then play a chronicler Chronicle of ruin because it re um it reapplies the three three buff so playing that with only like you know two other sets of units stuff it was fun and um also playing the xenotype with um frail yard was a lot of fun you know playing i had i, I had the omen hawk the xenify the xenotype the um the
3: plunder the the old plunder card, the 1-1. One, one.
0: And then, um, a lot of, like, a troll chant and the troll regen uh, regen card. I forget what it's called. Troll the, gifts, I or think.
3: mana.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was playing all that with, um, oh, that was the other deck I played. So, played um a deck called that I called Unfreeze the kinch and it was Tom Kench in bilgewater and I played um a lot of the buff spells especially the one with um the regen putting regen on Tom Kench and then the um the three mana um card that gives you the plus three plus three when you're when you're uh, injured you know when you're caught, when you've taken damage and then I also played the Flash Freeze and then the um, Shaman five-mana card that uh, freezes the weakest enemy every round. That was a lot of fun. It wasn't great. It was all right. But it was it was a ton of fun. Especially if you get... Um, once you get the Shaman on board with Tom Kench, you know, every round you have a free target. The other fun thing about that deck is just letting Tom Kinch sit there and watch them just pass every turn because they don't want to play, you know, their Lucian or whoever. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was always fun. But, um, yeah, so we want to do some Ionia hand buffing.
3: Uh, we'll, yeah, that could be doable. Yeah, we that, can do there's, that. There's a sure. lot there, and I don't yeah. think they've... Uh,